Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. In this podcast episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to deal with setbacks. Now, I've done previous podcasts where we've briefly touched on it, but I want to specifically give you my tips on how to deal with setbacks. Now, in business, in life, relationships, everything, we are going to get setbacks. It's just it's just a fact of life, a fact of the universe, and especially in business. So the bigger you get, the more you do, the more you put your head above the parapet, the more business you do with different people, customers, clients, etc., you're going to mess up. It's as simple as that. You know, I love my systems. I love my people, training, developing them, getting the best out of them. But we mess up, and we mess up quite regularly. It just depends on the severity of it, but more importantly, how we put it right. We might not have called somebody back. It might be something as minor as not sending something in the post when we said we would. But it could be something quite major as well. But it's how we put things right and how we deal with it. Now, I've launched my new membership site, um, the Agency Roadmap membership site for for letting agents and estate agents. And it's gone really, really well. Um, But there's a small matter of it's probably, if I'm honest, about six months overdue. I should have completed it six months ago. Now, I take full responsibility for that. The book stops with me, etc., etc. But the reasons I had for it were very, very genuine. So the technology that it's based on is quite simple. It's a WordPress site, loads of plugins, etc., etc. I've had four developers who said they could do it, but then once they got into it in a couple of weeks, months, and in one case, three months down the line, then turned around and said they couldn't do it. Now, as, as basic as that is, it's very, very, very frustrating because this is a great idea. It's an amazing site that I wanted to get out to the, the real estate industry. I wanted to get out to as many people as I possibly could. Um, so I could help them. I'm not going to lie. It's an income generator as well for complete and uh, pure transparency. But it was so frustrating after time, after time, after time again, when a developer either wouldn't return my calls or they just blatantly came back and said, I've taken on too much or you know whatever it was, asking for more money halfway through the job. So I've, eventually I had to go to America and I've got this amazing uh, developer over there who who literally in three months, did more work than the previous four developers did in eight or nine months. So I'm absolutely you know, over the moon that we found the right person. And that's what happens when you're in business. You think you've got a good person. You think everything's going to go well. You think everything's going to go right. And you only realize what a crap performer or non-performer they were until you get a good one. We've all been through that. We've all been through it, haven't we? So it's a case of you get an employee, you try and make them better, you stick with it, in your mind, you're saying, don't worry, John, we're going to get them through this. We're going to support them. They just don't perform. They don't perform, don't perform. For whatever reason, and it's mostly that they decide to leave, which again is another kick in the, in the um, privates, the fact that they made the decision to leave. Then you recruit somebody else, and it's a case of, why didn't I fire that previous employee months and months ago, if not years ago? That's what always happens. And that is a setback. And that's the majority of setbacks that I suffer. Um, it's a majority of setbacks that I'm sure you guys suffer when you employ people. It's to do with staff. It could be to do with a landlord leaving you. It could be to do with a big house sale falling through. Um, and there could be something you could have done, but there could have been something, nothing that you could have done as well. 
So there's a few things I want to go through. And the first one is what happens when a setback occurs? Well, the first thing you must do is you've got to stay calm, right? You've got to clear your head of all emotion and you've got to think through this logically. When you think emotionally, and especially in business, inevitably you make the wrong decision or you make a decision that will incite another emotional response. So it's a little bit like arguing with somebody. You can't change someone's mind by having an argument. You've got to be logical. You can't be emotional. You've got to be calm, be logic about it. And that's what you've got to do in this situation. You have to clear your head. I tend to walk away from the problem. Now, I don't mean abscond all your responsibilities and uh, and just run away from it. I'm talking move on to something else for about 15, 20 minutes. If it happens on a Friday, I might clear my head on, over the weekend. If it happens on an evening, I definitely won't deal with it until the next morning. That always works for me. Now, depending on the amount of time will depend on you and how you deal with problems. But the worst thing you can do is if an issue occurs there and then, is to deal with it there and then. Because you're not thinking with your logical part of your brain, you're thinking with your emotional part of the brain. Now, if you read a good book called The Chimp Paradox, that talks about your reptilian brain and your chimp brain and the logical part and emotional part. And that's effectively what we're doing here. You know, your gut reaction is your fight or flight um, syndrome. Now, I'm very much, I'll fight it. I'll come out, you know, all guns blazing, swinging arms, all that sort of stuff. That never works. It absolutely never works. That is just, you know, from anthropological, from your caveman days, coming out to try and save everything. But in business, cool heads will always prevail. So exactly that. Take a step back from the problem. Try to look at it, clear your head, um, and then maybe address the problem with a more clear mind, with definitely a more logical mind. You've then got to deal with the immediate aftermath of that problem. So again, you can't walk away for too long. You can't walk away for sometimes hours, days, or weeks. It might be you might have a couple of minutes. And it might be, do you know what? I'm going to the kitchen. I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. I'm going to walk down to the shop. Just going to take a break. I'm going to work on something else for an hour or so. And then I'm going to come back to it. Because the, the aftermath is always important. From a leadership point of view, you always want to be seen to be dealing with issues. If you walk away from it, it devalues your position. It depositions you as a leader in your business because the staff are looking up to you to deal with whatever issues that have occurred. So if it is, for instance, a landlord um, is not happy and he's, he's in the office and he's, not, he's kicking off and he's maybe throwing swear words around or whatever, um, if you just take a step back and let your staff deal with it, that really depositions you as the leader and authority in your business. You need to step up to the forefront. There's nothing wrong with saying, listen, I've got the facts to hand. However, you will not speak to my staff like that. We'll take a step back and we'll calm heads. We'll come together and then we'll discuss it and I'll get to you tomorrow. Let's, I understand your, your issues. I understand your problems, but now is not the time. I need to look into it, investigate the issues and I'll come back. That's the type of thing. So you can deal with it there and then, but you can deal with it in a way that sets the time frame that tomorrow I'll have an answer. The next day I'll have an answer. Mistake a lot of people make is that they go into it thinking it has to be resolved right this second, right now. It has to be resolved. And that's when the logical, emotional part of your brain kicks in and the emotion kicks in and deals with it um, inevitably in a, in a negative way, not a way that you would like had you taken a couple of hours or maybe a day to think about it. So we've, we've took a step apart. We've cleared our head. We've planned with the immediate aftermath. Now is the time to, to come up with and formulate a plan to try and deal with the issue. So I always, always have two plans. It's, it's just the way I'm wired up 
It probably takes me a little bit longer to come up and think of these plans, but I always like to have a plan A and a plan B, and sometimes a plan C. But mostly, in fact, virtually all the time, it's definitely at least at least a plan A and a plan B. Because, you know, you could be going into a negotiation, and we've done it several times when we've gone in to acquire other businesses. When we think we know what the person wants, we've asked him, he's told us in, in a few words what we think he wants, and then we've got into the uh, the negotiation and it's just done a 180 and he's flipped it on its head. So I always like to have um, a plan B in that scenario. In, in negotiations, I tend to have a plan C as well. So it could be that we've got into a negotiation. We think he wants uh, a little bit of cash up front and the rest we can pay him on the drip. Then all of a sudden, he just completely 180s it and he says, right, I want mostly cash up front and I'm only prepared to do a little bit on the drip. So, you know, if you're very quick at thinking on your feet, that's fine. You know, you can you can do that. But the majority of us aren't lucky like that. We need to have have planned. Again, there's another there's another really good phrase I like, and that's trouble, trouble, but it troubles you. So we always think of the worst case scenario and come up with a plan uh, to solve that worst case scenario, the Armageddon scenario, as we call it. Um, and then so if the Armageddon scenario comes up, you've got the answer. And again, you're putting them on the back foot because you've already thought about the plan in a logical manner, not an emotional manner. When you're in a negotiation or you're in any sort of chat or talk, especially around about business, and you think with emotion, it never works out well because they've they put something to you and you've immediately answered it with emotion with, I want this deal. I'm going to do anything I can to get this deal. I'll give him his cash up front and that's it. And then cold light the day you're thinking about, you're like, geez, I haven't got the money. <laughs> I can't afford to give him all that cash up front. I've got to go back. Think about it when you haven't, and I'll use the word politely, discussion with your loved one. Um, and you know you start being very emotional about it and you potentially bring up stuff from the past or you say something that you shouldn't have. How many of you have said that? I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. You know, I've done it. You know, I'm sure you guys have as well. So it's, it's when you think of the emotional part of, when you think about it emotionally, it's just such a, it's a, it's a tough conversation, a tough discussion to have because you are going to say things that you didn't mean. You're going to offer things that you didn't want to offer and you're going to accept things that, when you take a step back, you're going to think, I just wish I hadn't done that. Um, and again, there's something called PSB. It's the problem, the solution, and the benefit. So it's just following on from the plan ABC um, uh, tip. So when we have a problem, we try and find a solution and we try and find the benefit. So the immediate solution to that problem might not give you the greatest benefit. So what do I mean by that? Well, in all cases of where there's an issue, there's several ways how you can get out of it. There's not just one way. There's absolutely several ways. Now, the easiest way to get out of it or the easiest way to solve the problem might not be the one that has the long-term benefit. So how about this? So we've got a staff member. They're not performing. Put them on several, several performance management plans, um, several conversations. Now, that's the problem. The solution could be to sack them, right? There and then, just get rid of them. The benefit would be we wouldn't have that problem um, in the meantime. Now, Another issue could be have a look at somebody else coming through the ranks. Could we, could we, uh, um, now another solution could be coming through the ranks. Have we got somebody that can um, take a step up? We can promote them internally and they can actually step into that person's shoes and actually be a better fit. We're always recruiting, so could we go back and have a look at CVs? And it might be that we need this person in your business just for a week or two weeks longer because. You know, a bum in a seat, a body in a position might be better than having a hole in there. Now, I know if you've uh, heard my phrase before, I'd rather have a hole in my business than an arsehole. And in the main, 
Absolutely agree with that. That is one of one of our mantras. But if they're just, and that's if they've been, you know, um, disruptive within the business, if they're putting people off their work as well. If it's just a case of you need somebody to take the telephone calls or somebody to do the viewings or somebody to do menial administrative tasks, then having that board in the business is better than not having somebody in. It could be that that attitude sucks, right? And it's it's negative. That's fine. Just sort of manoeuvre them into a position where, you know, people aren't um, affected by their attitude just while you look to recruit somebody else. So always have a, a solution, but more importantly, find out what the benefit is. Because every issue, there's always a solution, but you need to know what the benefit is because the immediate benefit might not be um, the long-term benefit. So how to deal with setbacks? Just a bit of a recap. You need to clear your head, get out of there, just take a step back, whether it's a couple of minutes, an hour, a day, whatever it is, clear your head and think logically about it. Get rid of that emotion, especially if somebody hands in a notice and you've you've put a lot into them, you've invested a lot into them, you've been kind with them, you've given time off when they've been ill or when they've had family problems or issues or you've helped them out from a financial perspective. That's really, really frustrating, I get that, but don't think with an emotion. Just step back, logically look at it. Deal with the immediate problem. Great, sorry you're putting your notice in. We're putting an immediate advert up. We're going to be recruiting on Indeed or Monster Jobs or whatever. Look through our CV library. And we're going to recruit straight away. Have an ABC scenario. So, right, A, A is the, the ultimate. We're going to recruit tomorrow. Get somebody in. Great. B is it's going to take a little bit longer. So what we'll do is we can potentially ask that person to, to hang on a little bit, uh, maybe another week or two. Fine, they can't do it. Not a problem. We'll go to option C. Can we delegate some of their work to the remaining staff so that there's not that hole in the business. Potentially, you could have a plan D. We could hire temps in. We could bring somebody from outside the business. You know, so there's a lot of um, solutions that you can try and focus on. So it's always worthwhile having a, a plan A, a plan B, a plan um, C. And have a plan, a solution, and a benefit from each uh, from each problem or each, each plan, if you like. Because bringing a temp in has some sort of benefits. Recruiting has another benefit. Delegating the work within your work, uh, your current workforce also has a has a benefit. There's been a couple of occasions in the past where somebody's left us, or we've had to performance manage them. We've looked at their workload and we said, you know what, we don't actually need that other person. We brought in some technology a couple of months ago that has, has had a huge impact on the business in a positive manner. Um, we've got better staff now than what we had when that person joined the company. So without a shadow of a doubt, we can delegate and take away those actions that a person was doing given our current workforce and then we don't need to replace that person so that would be a positive um, benefit to the to the potential issue so I hope that's been um, helpful guys dealing with setbacks is going to happen in your business just accept it but be calm be logical about it get rid of that emotion and more importantly plan if you plan you will you will absolutely find the right solution to the issue and then that will take you forward um, in your business. So hopefully you enjoy that guys and see you next time on Leadership Revealed.